Welcome to One Tired Teacher, episode 38, Why Classroom Decor Matters for Back to School. So it's back to school time. It's crazy. It's We're almost there. And for some of you, you've already started. So we're going to talk about all things back to school for the next several weeks and really get into the spirit. And today we're talking about decorating our classrooms. So I hope you stick around. Welcome to One Tired Teacher. And even though she may need a nap, this teacher is ready to wake up and speak her truth about the trials and treasures of teaching. Here she is, wide awake. Wait, she's not asleep right now, is she? She, she is awake, right? Okay. From Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, your host, Trina Debery. Hey, so we are talking about decorating our classroom today, and this can be like sometimes some people's very favorite subject, like myself. I love decorating. I love getting ready and prepared, and I just like decorating in general. Like I spend... I spent the last year shiplapping my house and building a barn door and actually two barn doors <laughs> and all kinds of a desk, all kinds of other things. Like I, I completely love decorating. And when it came to my classroom, I had a blast every single year. Now, I'm not going to lie. There were moments where it was daunting. I had a huge wall outside of my classroom that I felt very compelled to like make a grand statement. So and often even I had a little bit of competition going on with my across the across the hall very very dear friend who was ended up being my teacher partner and she oh yeah I would do something she would do something I would do something she would do something she would do something I would do something it was very yeah we went back and forth for a little while we had a lot of fun though like it wasn't one of those competitions where we were secretively like wishing ill will towards the other we actually were having fun competing everybody it stressed everybody else out so (laughs) I am not recommending that strategy in fact I think collaboration is always the way to go rather than competition because I think the synergy can be amazing so let's talk about why back to school decor really matters or even decorating your room and getting it prepared and ready for our kids because I know that getting back to school can often it feels like overwhelming sometimes you have the back to school decor to deal with you have decorations to figure out open house beginning of the year essentials back to school printables what you're going to do for the first week how you're going to start with reading workshop writing workshop math workshop all the things that you have to do as far as the content goes which half the time you don't you don't even have time for that part yet because you're so overwhelmed with getting your classroom ready and the list goes on and on and on and that can be really a lot to deal with especially when you're first getting back in your classroom and I have really noticed that some people I'm in you know lots of different groups with teachers and I've noticed that some people can't even get into their classroom which I think when you have a group of people that want to work for free, why are you not letting them? That I mean, so half the time we pay for childcare when we are parents, we pay for childcare just so we can get into our classrooms early and work for free. It really is insanity to me. My, I never had this experience. That's not true. At the very, my very last position, I did, I couldn't just go to the school whenever I wanted, which was such a weird thing for me because with my principal that I had for 19 years 
he let us in whenever we wanted. I mean, school would be open on Saturdays. When people asked, he made a way for the school to be open. He he was all about accommodating teachers uh, in that way. And I I think I think it was really I think it was really appreciated. I don't even know if we realized how important it was and what a what a gift that was. Be and. I think he thought of it as, well, if they want to work for free and they're willing to put this much time and energy into something, who am I to deny them? Which is very smart administration, in my opinion. So that's a whole nother story. But I've been helping my 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 same partner, my friend I've talked about, um, Melanie. I'm just going to say her name. I was hel- I've been helping Melanie and actually another friend of mine as well. And I've been helping them get their rooms ready and get their rooms situated for the new year. They both have gone to a new school and it's actually right outside my window. I can see it. I watched it being built for over a year and now they're actually there and they're ready to go and it's so exciting to be part of a new school. I helped open a a new school when I about, uh, gosh, it was like almost 15 years ago because my son, I was pregnant and my son is going to be 15 on Friday. So he, yeah, it was 15 years ago. It's just, it's unbelievable to think that it's been that long. But I started, I opened a new school and I remember how it's exciting because everything is brand new and it looks so pretty and all of your stuff from your old school <laughs> looks so dingy inside your new clean classroom and you're like, oh man, I got to get new everything. Like I do remember feeling that and I know that that you know, is going on for both of them and for a lot of my teacher friends that are going to the school, which is going to be incredible. So I'm very excited for them. But it does, it is overwhelming because you don't have things like staplers and tape, bulletin board paper. I mean, there's things that we take for granted sometimes when we're in the classroom that we don't even think about when we go to like new places like that don't have them. And we're like, I'm already digging into my pocket for, for, you know, resources or for things that I want in my classroom, even decorations in my classroom. And now I have to go buy a stapler. For some reason, the stapler thing really can push you over the edge. (laughs) It's office supplies that you feel like, you know, and I know this administrator is going to figure out how to get all that to them. It just takes a little bit of time. You often open schools in a, um, you know, decent socioeconomic area, and you don't have the funds that you do sometimes when the school is, you know, it like has a struggling population, you don't have those state funds, not that you could buy staplers and things like that with that anyway, because it's very, um, it's earmarked funds. But I feel like, I don't know, it's like, I don't know what they think sometimes. I don't know what they think, how they think we get these things. Well, how do we get them? Teachers end up buying their own stuff. I mean, I have a lot of friends that have bought bookcases, because I don't know who's on the off or on the furniture committee, but oh my goodness, triangle desks and giant, really wide bookcases that only fit like one, you know, baskets in that you have to shove all the way back to the back, it, you know, knowing kids are going to do that. <sighs> I often wonder. Anyway, all right, so let's get to it. So let's talk about why it matters. Like both of my friends, as I've helped them in their rooms, I've realized you know, it, it, it's got to be a special place for kids. And when kids walk in the door, sometimes that is your first impression. So there are some reasons why back to school decor actually really matters. Because it is, you know, it is very 
eye-opening. It's very, it's very like it's engaging when they first come in. It's the first impressions. We're going to talk about some of those reasons. But I first want to share a story because like I said, when I was in the classroom, I had, we had a theme every single year and I, and I decorated out full on to the school-wide themes. And we were expected to have like at least some part of the theme represented. And I was like, every year when the theme would change, I would be so excited. I'd go out and I'd buy stuff for my room. Like it was a Western theme or it was a sports theme. We had a space theme. We had a, um, like adventure, kind of like a jungle kind of theme, ocean. I mean, we had all these different themes and I was like so gung-ho about it every year. And that during that time, luckily for me, there was another income in my house and I, I could afford to get stuff for my classroom. And it's really hard when you can't, when you're doing this on a sole income or even when your family is living on a, on a strict budget, you can't just go buy all this stuff for your classroom. So I think we have to keep that into uh, take that into account as well. And when, when we're able, if we can, you know, make donations to classrooms, I think that that is a really important thing to do. And I know that there's things like GoFundMe and, um, and there are certain things like that, that will allow you to, to ask, you know, for funds and to, for help in your classroom. When I first went into the media center, a couple years ago, I didn't have like paper and crayons and pencils and scissors and glue. I didn't have any of those things. And that was a Title I school. And they and I was expected to like have these things or at least to produce these engaging lessons for students that came in. And I'm like, I can't, I don't want to just read a book and, and that's it. Like I want them to do some thinking and some creating and I want more for them. Like, and I, and don't get me wrong. I love reading. I think reading is a huge, is very essential, but I think that there's gotta be, there's a response to reading. So I wanted to do, I wanted to do all of that. And I had to, I had to do a GoFundMe just to get basic supplies. I'm totally getting off track. I keep getting off track with the decor because there's so much to think about when you think about going into your classroom in the very beginning of the year or over the summer. If you're I don't want to say lucky because, you know, you're also working for free. But there's the flip side. You you get it done. At least it gets done. So anyway, so back to helping my friends. So I realized there's just so much that goes into setting up your classroom. And I also realized that even if you have a theme, like they have a theme this year, and they're starting off because they're the sharks. So they're starting off with this like type of ocean theme. And this is a new school. So they're trying to represent that. But it is hard when you because you're like, what am I going to do for next year? What am I going to invest in something that's going to be able to be used? I had a (laughs) friend, my um, one of my very best friends, she was extremely um, wise when it came to like using things creatively like one year when we had it was the ocean so we started with the ocean and then she had jelly like a starfish for the stars on her space or on or excuse me the starfish that she had on her ocean theme then became the stars that she had in her class in her space classroom and then they became the stars that she used in her western theme <laughs> so she hated themes and she was determined to use 
resources that she'd paid for once, she just determined to use them again and again, which I think is a smart way of doing it. And I, on the other hand, was like, oh, it's sports. It's time to get out all my gator stuff. And I'm going to go buy more gator stuff. And I'm going to, this classroom's going to be orange and blue like you've never seen, which was super fun for my Florida State parents um, and kids. <laughs> but it was it was fun for me. And it's not fun for everybody. So let's talk about that. Like if it's not fun for you, I do I know that if I were currently going into a classroom, and I am actually going back into the school system. And that will be really interesting because I've been out for a year and a half doing doing um, my business stuff full time. And I am finding myself in a position where I need a little bit more stability. And having this teacher contact, like I miss that part. And the kids, like I miss that part too. But like it's, it's so it's going to be really interesting. If I were to do that, then I probably would go with like more of a, like a farmhouse type of feel because that's what I'm really into right now, especially with like the ship lapping. I think that I, I would probably make some things a little more neutral so that I could use them again and again and I wouldn't have to spend weeks in advance in my classroom. So I do think there's a there's a genius to the um, to that to like using something picking a theme or a color scheme, or something in that way that allows you to use it over and over again. So you're not constantly recreating the wheel. So all right, having said that, so I did love themes. I do think I probably would go in a little bit different direction now. I still think it's really fun and I think it's it's exciting for kids. But I I once again I know like I like I said I was married. I had a second income. It was a different story. Now would be a completely different story and I I would not have the funds to go and spend whatever, not whatever I wanted, but I wouldn't have the funds to be able to do what I would always want to do in a classroom. So Again, let's talk about some vital reasons why the classroom decor even matters because that's the whole point. Like, why does it even matter? And you might be surprised by some of these reasons. Like the first reason why it's such a big deal to really pay attention to your back to school decor is the first impression that it makes for parents, for students, and for administrators. And I know that sounds crazy, but it, you know, when you wow them, it's like that wow factor. It, it really can change things. Like I, for us, we always had our back to school night on the Thursday before school started, like on that, we'd go back to school on Monday and then Thursday we had the back to school night and then they changed it to Tuesday. They actually took the Monday away from us, although we were all still there for free again, um, because there, it wasn't enough time to do I mean, I don't know what they're thinking when they give you, you know, that short amount of time, and then your whole room has to be transformed into ready for open house, which used to make me insane. Um, it was a lot. It was like you were on overload, like getting everything done and ready to go. I had a friend another year who did like put up construction like tape, you know, like almost like crime scene tape where they were like, this part is under construction. <laughs> like, don't go in this part of my classroom for open house. And I thought, how adorable. And she made it look really cute and everything, but it wasn't finished. She wasn't finished yet. And so, which, you know, you technically, you don't have to be finished until Monday morning when the kids come in. So if you're going to spend your weekend at school, then sometimes it's not finished. And I thought that was a really cute solution for not being ready to go. And it happens sometimes, like things come up and they always come up at that time of the year too, when you are like on high stress and overload. 
All right. So anyway, every single year we had that back to school on the Thursday. So it was like we had to be ready. And I know that getting everything ready for that first week can be so difficult. And it's it's just, <laughs> it's a lot. But I think when those parents come in and those kids come in and they see like what you've done. I, I know that there have been years even where some of my colleagues didn't have their room like completely finished and they didn't do like a, the crime scene idea they or the construct under construction I should say they didn't do that and it didn't like parents some parents complained they were like they're not ready they don't look like they're ready for the kids to come and I guess and it mainly had to do with the fact that they didn't have um, name tags on their desks which I was like that's a little bit ridiculous because sometimes you need to get a feel of how kids are going to interact with each other in order to make your your name tags and to figure out how your teams are going to go. I did them in advance and I did it like heterogeneous grouping and like trying to like do almost like a Kagan cooperative learning structure like I had groups of four. So I did do a lot of thinking about how I was going to group kids. But I mean that I usually change those teams within the first week or two weeks because you quickly realize who can be together and who can't be together. So I don't think that that has to be set in stone. But anyway, these parents were their first impression was that the teacher wasn't prepared. And I, I, I'm like, I think that's unfair. I do think that's unfair, uh, an unfair expectation, sometimes from parents, but I also feel like it does give them a first impression. Like they have a first, you can tell when people have gone above and beyond. And you, I know when I've walked into the rooms of my kids' teachers and they, they are, I'm like, this place is like decked out. Like this is a, this is going to be awesome. It made a lot easier for me to convince my son who didn't love going to school. It made it a lot easier for me to get him to go. And sometimes if it's just that little thing that gets your child to go someplace, you're like, Oh, thank goodness. So I definitely think it, it matters to parents. And it, I think it matters to some administrators. They, you know, they want to know that your room is ready and your room is set to go. And I don't know how you would be able to prevent yourself as an administrator from like noticing that, from like, t- you know, noticing that as you're walking around, seeing if your school is ready and set. Like, I think the decor of the classroom it would matter. And, if, and again, you don't have to go crazy. Like you don't have to go crazy expense wise. And um, you could, it, it, as long as it's neat and tidy and ready in that aspect and you have, you know, some things labeled and things like that, then I think, I think that should be the, a fair expectation. And you shouldn't have to spend weeks and weeks of your summer preparing your classroom. But we all know that that's what it takes in order to kind of go that, for that above and beyond wow factor. Another reason why I think it's it can be really important is the impression it has on the kids. Like, I mean, I think it matters what the parents think. And I obviously I've cared what my administrators think. But those classroom decorations for kids, it really, it matters. It matters to them. I walked with a student recently into some classrooms that were just getting started. Like they just started working on their rooms. And the person the child got to see his classroom teacher had been there like weeks in advance and her room was so decked out it had a a um what's it called loft in her classroom like it actually built loft it was so cool I mean even I was like wow I mean it was it was amazing and this kid who's a kid that doesn't love school either he was like his whole little face lit up and I was like standing kind of 
back the to the back of him to the side I could see the smile and I could see his ears lift up and I could you know when you can tell someone's smiling from the back of their head and I'm like yes like that little thing mattered to him. It mattered to him a lot. And then he walked into some other classrooms and he's just kind of like, eh. And, but that's because they weren't ready yet. Like they, they still had weeks to go. They weren't ready yet. But it, well, it did make an impression on him. So I think it really matters. At another time where I had a young, a young boy come into my, to my classroom. And I really like for the last probably three or four years of being in the classroom, I was like really into superheroes. What was going on in my life, it was difficult and I really needed good to overcome evil like big time. And so I was very drawn to superheroes. I had no idea like subconsciously that that was going on in my mind. I don't, I had no idea why I was like so fascinated by superheroes. I've actually calmed down in that aspect. Although I do love Iron Man and like that's my favorite. I love his quirky sense of humor. But um, yeah, so... I'm a little bit of a superhero nerd, but not as much as I used to be. So I did have my classroom totally decked out. I mean, I had Spider-Man hanging from the wall. I had Batman. I had a, like the big Batman. He was like as tall as like up to my waist. He's He was really big. I had him near the science word wall. I had Thor's hammer hanging from the ceiling and a cape attached to up, up and away with words, like a word wall. And all of this stuff was from my son. Like he had, he had been like really into superheroes too. And he had outgrown all of his superhero garb. Thank goodness. So this didn't cost me a fortune. I actually got it right from my own house. And although he did look at it at any, like it, like my son and Jackson and he's like are you gonna give this back <laughs> of course I never did I kept it for years and by that time he had outgrown it but that little that boy that came to my classroom he walked in to my room and he looked around his eyes were like huge wide open saucers and he looked at his mom and he's like I'll definitely come to school now and I remember feeling like yes I got him I hooked him and this kid ended up being a reluctant learner. Like he didn't love school. He didn't want to come to school all the time. He struggled. But that was such a huge win. I got him in the door. I got him excited to come to school. I mean, I had to continue to wow him for a long time. And I made it my personal mission to do so. But man, that felt like a win for me. And I was, it was just like the best feeling ever. So I really think it does matter to kids. I think making an impression on kids it makes a difference. And then the third reason why I feel like back to school decor matters is it really puts you in the right mindset. And I've definitely been reading a lot about mindset. And I'm sure you have heard a lot about mindset. And I know it's a, a big buzzword and even growth mindset and like things that we're thinking and but <sighs> let's get down to it. Mindset is an established set of attitudes that you hold about just about everything. And so I know when I'm feeling lazy and unproductive, I have to readjust my mindset. I want to see my lazy demeanor as a reminder that I need to slow down and take a moment for myself. Do you see what I did there? It all comes down to how and what you think about something. Like at first, I thought, you know, I'm being lazy and unproductive. And then if I thought about lazy as in a different way as me telling myself, you're, you need to take a break, you're, you're almost avoiding because you don't want to think or do something that you're, you've got a little bit of anxiety about, or maybe you need a little bit of time to like for yourself. 
it's just it's two different ways of looking at lazy. So it really has you really have to adjust your mindset sometimes. So for me, when my room is ready and organized, I feel like I am ready for kids to come. If I'm still putting things together after the kids come, it may never happen because then you get you get so like overwhelmed with the content that you that you have to teach and and making sure that you're covering the standards and routine, classroom routines and procedures and putting away all the supplies you get from back to school night and all the other things that you have to do there's there's just so much that comes up after the kids come back to this to actually to school so having my room completed before back to school allowed me to feel accomplished and organized and prepared so as you can see there are some valid reasons for having your back to school decor set up so whether you find like cheap classroom ideas you go to goodwill you use a lot of bulletin board paper if your school has it and hopefully they do or you do because you can make border with the with the paper you cut it in strips you put it in like long strips uh, like like a long strip of the paper, you cut it into strips and then you fold it back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then you crumple it up and then you put it up with stapler and it's like a three-dimensional border and it like puffs out all around your, your bulletin board. So that can be with you out not paying for anything like you actually use something that the school has in their in your you know teacher's lounge or teacher's teacher's lounge I think that's such a funny word because when does teachers ever get a chance to lounge but um so I think that sounds funny but anyway so those are just you know that's just an idea that you can use that doesn't cost you anything I mean really cleaning up your bulletin boards with bulletin board paper can make them look a hundred times better than if they are just the you know regular background but it'll be worth your time because it can really amaze parents and administrators. But most importantly, it can really amaze your kids. So that's my thoughts on back to school decor. Don't overwhelm yourself though. Like I know it's a lot of work and I know it's a lot of time and you already do so much for students. So if you need some of these things done for you, I actually have some back to school decor packs. I have, it has like all the name tags. It has different themes. I have sports and um, Western and space superheroes. Oh, what else? Camping, ocean. So lots of fun themes to choose from. And it will give you all the name tag stuff you need and all the label things you need. Also has stuff for back to school night and it has um, activities for the first week of school. So if you want that done for you, I will link to that in the show notes. And I'm getting ready to totally know how you feel. Maybe not so much with this with the classroom decor, but back in the um, saddle of working with kids and teachers again. And I'll keep you updated on that part of life <laughs> because it's all about to change again for me. I feel like in the last five years, I've had so much change. <laughs> More apparently is needed. Have a great getting ready for back to school. We'll be talking more about back to school in the next couple of weeks. And this one tired teacher is ready for a long nap before it all even starts. Until next time, sweet dreams and sleep tight. Music.